0: Okay, good morning, everybody. One more uh, wedding-related topic, and that was one of the Hevra here asked, I forget who whether guys should go to weddings when they're invited, even if it means that you miss night-seder and afternoon-seder. This is not just nogea when you're in camp, although maybe it takes on a different meaning when you're in camp, because like if you're in YU, let's say, it means missing night-seder to go to a wedding. If you're in camp, it often means missing both afternoon-seder and night-seder because we're so much further away. Does it matter if you were sent an invitation or whether the chassan just said, I'd love to see you there, which is a way of saying, but you're not worth an invitation. You know? So, is, uh, so does, that, does that make a difference what, when do we? Uh, what What are the parameters exactly of this topic? So it happens to be a gemara that uh, we're going to do in Dafyomi in about a week and a half from now. The gemara in Kesubas Daf Yozayin tells us la that we are mevatel talmit for the sake of both hatzas hamais and hachnasas kala. And the gemara doesn't leave it at that. Omrulahal Rabbi Yudav Rabbi Yilai. They said about Rabbi Yudav Yilai that he would do this very thing, he would be mevatel the Torah for the sake of And then the Gemara adds a caveat that that's only if they don't have whatever they need. But if they already have whatever they need, then you're not the Talmud Torah. And then the Gemara goes on to say, how much does a mace need? Well, it depends on the mace. I mean, the, the ensuing discussion about Kol is only about a mace. It's not about a kala. The Gemara never asks, how much does a kala need? The Gemara asks, how much does a mace need? And it says, it depends. If the mace is Mande Kari Vitani, if he's a person who's, uh, who's learned Torah during his lifetime. So there's an Indian that, just like the Nesinas HaTorah was with Shishimribo, the Nesinas Torah, which should be the be there should be six hundred thousand people, and the man Leslie shiura, If a person actually taught Torah to others, then there's no shir. There's no such thing as called tsarcho. However, many people that that are already there, you still go. But the implication is. That the mitzvah to be mesamech for our purposes—that's what we're focused on. The mitzvah is so great that you're mevatel Torah for it. Makes a lot of sense considering the importance of the mitzvah of achnas v'kala in the different uh, Chazal and in Polskim. The Avnezer, the Tur and Avnezer Siman Samecheh writes mitzvah gedola l'samech chas and v'kala. Shulchan just says mitzvah l'samech chas v'kala, but the Tur says mitzvah gedola l'samech chas and v'kala. Gemara and Brachos Davam that time. Um, Sameach chasam v'kala kilu hikrov karven tov and the sameach chasam v'kala is kilu bana achas mi churvos So all of these very nice things about being the sameach chasam v'kala. Said, the Rambam in Hilchos Evel Perak Yedaler Alach Aleph paraphrases a Mishnah and he says elu and gemilz after he lists all sorts of gemilz chesedim including achnas v'kala he says elu and gemilz chasam shabegufo shein that there is no sheer to these uh, types of gemilz chesed. Then the Mishnah in the first parakapet actually does not list Hachnas Haskala as one of the things that are in the Hamshir, but uh, in Shuvus Maharshal, Simon Samach Dalid, he points out that in many Sidurim, when they have that Mishnah and pay at the beginning, they do have Hachnas Haskalah on, uh, on the list. And the Marshal says it's a little bit strange that they do, but maybe they uh, view Hachnas Haskala as part of the gemil's Chasadim, which is already on the list in the Mishnah. So the question is, who is this for? This idea that we're Mevatel Talmud Torah for Hachnas Haskala. Is that for everybody? Everybody just be mevatel talma Torah. So in the Guinness Baradim or Chaim Klaal Dalit Simen Yud Gimel. He says that this din of mevatel talma Torah only applies if there is going to be time to get back to the base medrash and return to the set learning that you had scheduled. So normally you have your dafyomi shir at night, and now you are going to have to go to a wedding. So only if you are going to be able to uh, to learn the dafyomi still and make up for it, only then are you mevatel Talmud Torah. But if you are going to lose out the set learning for that day, then you should not be in Vatil Talmud Torah, which gives the impression that we're talking about somebody who learns X amount each day and he'll be able to make up for that X amount but it doesn't really talk about someone who's learning all day in which case whatever time he takes off he's never going to be able to make up the rush says that the reason the Gemara tells us about Rebidah Barabbay is specifically to address that to address somebody who's Taurasul um Rabbi Rebidah Barabbay Lai learned all day and even he would be Mevatal Talmud Torah for those purposes alternatively the Pnei Yushua suggests that no the Kiddush of Rebidah Barabbay was that it was Talmud Torah because Rabbi the Rebbe was the Rebbe, he would d- be Dorish Brabim, and even that were Mevatal. The Gemara Sanhedrin dav says that uh, his Talmidim would uh, would be Meschas and Shisha Bitalas as well as k'mitara. So apparently he had Talmidim, it means he was teaching Torah. He wasn't just a Talmud Chacham who was learning. It was he was Mevatal uh, Talmud Torah Barabim. In fact, Tosas and Megillah dav Gimelam and, and Bey says that we see from Kesubasaf Yitzayin that we're even Mevatal Talmud Torah Barabbim. But Tosus doesn't explain how we see it from Kesubasaf Yitzayin. So, Penetration says that's how, because it was about Rabbi the Rabbi Lai. And Rabbi the Rabbi Lai is not only his own Talmud Torah, it's Talmud Torah to rob him that were Mevatel for the sake of Achlase There is discussion in Postkim whether the obligation is only if you actually see the wedding procession pass by, or even if you happen to know that it's happening. I mean, you're sitting here in the base and you're looking outside, and you're, oh my gosh, there's a chuppah, and someone's getting married. So maybe now I have to go out and be, uh, do Achlase But if I'm sitting here in the base and I hear that in uh, the bright stone, in Passaic or in Marina del Rey or whatever that, uh, that, uh, that there, there's a wedding going on. Every night there's a wedding going on there. I don't need to uh, leave the base Medrash in order to go find the wedding. So the Chalkas Mechokek, which is one of the major commentaries on the side of Shulchan Aruch and Ebene Ezer, says that it only applies if you see the kala neknesas l'chuppah. But if you're not there, you have no obligation to go. In fact, Roshel Mazalman in Alich HaShalomach, Elgal of footnote 22, uh, held that if you're standing there when it happens, you need to stop learning. But there's no clear chiyuv just because you're aware that there is a chuppah happening, because you're aware that there is a wedding happening. Shmuel, however, disagrees. Shmuel is the other major commentary on the side of Shulchan Aruch. He disagrees and he says, anybody who's aware of Simchas Chas Kala is obligated to Tent. His Raya is from this, the association with Halvayas Hameis, where it certainly applies even if you don't see it. However, the, uh, the, the uh, Nitziv in Hamik Parsh Parashat Chayisara, and again in Parashat says that even by Hotzah Hameis you're only Chayiv if you see it. So uh, that would be true over here as well. So generally speaking, you have Cholkis between the Cholkis and the Cholkis Generally speaking, the rule is in Ebenezer, we pass like the Be'i Shmuel, which would mean, um, as long as you're aware that there's a wedding, you should go. However, the Stechamed in Marechas Chasam Os Oshav Beis uh, says that the Minag is like the Chalcas Macholik over here. That just being aware of a wedding is not reason enough to be Mivatul Talmud Torah. He says because otherwise, if you live in a big city, you would never uh, you never learn because every single night you'd be uh, you'd be at a wedding because you're always aware that there's a wedding going on. Rav Moshe or Chaim writes that even the Chalcas Macholik is only talking about somebody who's learning but others would have to go even if they just know about it so even if you want to rely on the chalcus that only helps um if you're uh if, if if you're learning but if you're not learning then you would still have to go so we're going to need some better uh as we'll soon see now how do we define that does that mean the shmorg does it mean that you have to stay for uh, the second dance does it mean that you have to be there at the end what exactly does that mean so Rashi writes in Megillah of Tasamir Alif that the definition of is to escort her from her father's house to the base ha-chupa so in the Tiv gimel, he says that the entire issue is really only about the chupah. but participating in the suuda certainly does not warrant bittel Torah so even if in Batal Talmud Torah that would only mean to be there for the chupah. we don't escort her from the father's house anymore but uh, the, the sense is to bring her toward the chupah. so we said that uh, that that. Nevertheless, if the mace has called tsarcho, you're not going to a tor for a the mace. The Gemara wasn't clear whether that's true of a kala as well. Right? The Gemara had said after talking about mevat and for both hachmas <laughs> kala and al-vayas <laughs> that b'amed var mumurim t'she'in kol kol in mevatlin. So does kol tzorcha apply to a kala also? Or the kala is well taken care of, she already has everything she needs. So is there such a din? So Shidam Gbetis explains kol tzorcha is only for the ha When it comes to kala, there is no sheer, you're always mevat torah. He writes, b'yesha omrim, tele Gavekala ein lasher u li olu mevatlin ki hadras hachasen vahakala a little bit of a right hadras hachasen and it's most of Yosef b'simchol b'chibul so you always have to go. However, the Shiddukh matches quotes from Rabbi Yonah that disagrees. He says the line of Tosafos kaled the So Just make sure that she has the fiqhvoda, you don't need to do any more than that. So how do we pask this seems to be a very important one? Right. How do we paskin? Do we do you uh, do, do you do you still uh, are you still the Vatel Torah if they already have Kult Sarcha? So Shul Khalaruch. And the Rama and just say that and they make no such distinction between kol tzarcha and not called In Hilch Availus, when it talks about they do make such a distinction, but not when it comes to The Drisha quotes Yesh Mishi that that's only uh, that it's only a mitzvah, but not a chova, and that's why the Gemara emphasized Rabbi the Rabbi because he was such a big tzaddik that uh, he did something that was not even uh, uh, incumbent upon him. However, in the, he conclude the Prisha concludes that the real Kiddush of Riddhi Rabbi Lai was that he was Torah Ubn and that this is a chova, not just a mitzvah. Okay, so let's assume for a moment that a kol tzarcha might even apply to a kala. Right? As we said, it's Machlokas Rishonim. So how would we define kol tzarcha? How do you know if a kala has Kol tzarcha. So Vazner uh, in mm-hmm. Sheven HaLevi, Chalik Zayin, Sim Reish Gimel says, Kol means there's a minion. If there's a minion there, then they have Kol tzarcha. Okay, so then every wedding that you're aware of, other than the very first Corona weddings, right, uh, you, know, you know that they have Kol without you. Uh, China Vechista writes that a Tamal could be somech on the opinion that when she has Kol tzarcha, it's not necessary to go. And you could also rely that even if you don't want to say that a minion is Kol tzarcha, You can assume Kol Tzarcha is defined by the people who send out the invitations. Some of the Mechutanim sent out invitations to whoever they deem to be, kol tzarcha. So you assume if you're on that invite list, then you're part of kol tzarcha. If you're not on that invite list, you're not part of kol tzarcha. Stichemin questions this because a lot of the invitees do not come. They send back a response card. They're not able to be there. But I don't know if that's such a kasha because when they're making the, uh, the invitation list, they understand that a lot of people are not going to come. They'll send out more invitations and they even have room in the hall because it's understood that you invite hundreds of people. Not everybody is going to be free that night. So is there any limit to this? Meaning, the way we're making it sound now is that, first of all, there's many Rishonim that hold that the Din of Kol doesn't even apply to Achnas' And that uh, many postkim hold that it's even if you're just aware that there is a Achnas' situation, that there is a wedding going on, that you have to be in Vatul Talmud Torah. And for that matter, if there's a funeral going on, to be in Vatul Talmud Torah. So uh, Rav Asher Weiss points out that, that in a big city, it, it would be crazy. Every single day would be a funeral. Every Every single night would be a wedding. You would never have any time to yourself because there's always things going on so Rav says, says obviously we can't spend all of our lives at funerals and weddings and he says our day and age is not like it used to be it used to be people lived in small villages they had no uh, mass communication where someone sends out a WhatsApp and it goes to the whole world in like a matter of seconds, uh, you know, from uh, from NCSY caller of Shatterit, one little bug and everybody, the whole world sees it and it's uh, and it's uh, and then and, then, and then the, your Bubby is forwarding it to you. Did you just do this? Right? So uh, Bubby actually forwarded it to me right did, 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 you, did you right so 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 uh, that that uh, you know you don't, you don't have that. You didn't have that. Umitok I'm see you so you're mutal al Yoshuno Susis Kabul Shineam Vyoshuno so in those days part of a community meant they had to be there for people in their times of tsar and their times of simcha because you're all they had they only had the people that were local to them so every once in a while you ever go to an out-of-town wedding, I'm not talking like uh, Los Angeles out-of-town, I'm talking like real out-of-town, right? You ever go to like a, so it, it, there's a if there's a wedding in Memphis the whole Memphis comes to the, to the wedding and it's like a huge event it's like a big deal, because how often does it happen? It doesn't happen all the time that people are making weddings in these communities so it, when, when you're part of a small community and, and, and that happens so then everybody of course is going to come but Elokein bismaneinu she kalecha of v'yodea alevayas rabos v'chasnos rabos b'cho now nah, it doesn't work that way nowadays. Everybody knows about all these things all the time. And people travel from ends of the earth. Then you have no obligation to participate unless you know that they don't have kol tzorcha. They have, uh, sometimes in DRS, they had sent the boys for like chesed weddings where they didn't have kol and They needed people to go make it Lebedic. So that's, uh, that's the mitzvah. In fact, Rav Shach made a takana in Panovich that only the closest friends should attend the wedding and not the entire age group from the yeshiva. He thought it was terrible bit of Torah especially now in some yeshivas they're going to go to the L'chaim, they're going to go to the Vort and they're going to go to the what? How many different uh, nights of nights are you going to miss for everybody? So only the closest friends, Rav Shach said. Rav Azan and Sheven Levi Vichelik Zayin Sin Reish Gimel and L'Chelik Ha and Reish Pei Gimel discusses that attack on Rav Shach and he says that even though the impression you get from the Rishon of is that there is no shear for Achim the other Rabbi Nassim, says that if she has cold tzarcha you don't have to go and we can rely on that she that when she has cold tzarcha you don't have to go, have to go rosh White says you don't need to rely on that cheetah the whole discussion doesn't apply anymore the whole discussion is not uh is not the way it was uh so you wouldn't uh re- reject all the Rishod and shodan postcomings of another sub nothing because of uh, a madrush we just have to acknowledge that our reality happens to be happens to be different so i what resonated with me was the idea that uh uh that first of all if you're invited that's a different, that's certainly different than, you know, you happen to run into the chassan, and he says, yeah, it would be nice to, nice to see you. So that puts a lot less pressure on you uh, being there. And also distance matters, right? There's no expectation that a person is going to travel hours and hours, unless you're a close family member. So close family members go to a greater distance. So like most things in life, a person has to use their judgment, right? Uh, how important am I to this wedding? And, uh, and is this something that, uh, that, is, uh, that, that that is worth being... Um, for. So a person has to use their judgment. A the person shouldn't have an inflated sense of, uh, of importance um, in, in, in any direction. Um, but uh, but uh, to recognize what the relationship is and if it's, uh, if it's the right thing to be able to, uh, to attend the wedding. I remember I was once at a wedding with... Uh, I think it was Rav was there, and he said to me, like the wedding was going on for five or six hours, as weddings do in uh, the United States. And he said, every night, Rabbanim have to spend six hours at a at a chasna. Like, how do you, how do you ever learn? How do you ever do anything? I'm like, that's why you're a talmud chacham, not he want me to tell you. You know, that's, that's uh, the way it is. So um, anyway, so uh, so yeah, again, most the, the to, just to to quickly recap. Yeah, there is a machlokas whether the din of kol tsarcha applies to a kala. There is a machlokas uh, what kol tzarcha, how to define cult tsarcha. There is a machlokas whether it's even if you just know about it or only if you see it. So there are plenty of reasons to go in both directions on this. And that's why, ultimately, at the end of the day, a person has to use a fair amount of common sense. Okay.